This is the Retirement Solution Podcast with financial advisor John Hicks, founder of J. Hagen Capital. There are so many things that we just have in our mind and we assume that they're correct because we've heard them a hundred thousand times. We got to get rid of all those myths. If you've done a great job saving, you'd be surprised what you can accomplish when you use the right strategies. Most people just aren't aware of them. You've worked hard your whole life to earn and save. Now you need a plan to make that money work hard for you. The people that have sacrificed opportunities to spend money, they sacrificed by putting the money in that 401k. They've sacrificed by putting that money in a 529 college plan for their grandkids. Those types of sacrifices should go rewarded in the long run. John is here to help you find solutions for your retirement. When I say the word frugal, yeah. what's, the, what's the first thing that comes to mind in your head? I immediately My think... My grandmother. I was immediately thinking grandparents. Yeah. Okay, my, so my, frugal my lessons German grandmother. from grandparents yeah. go... Yeah, my frugal grandmother from uh, Germany, her her mother uh, uh-huh. spoke primarily German, uh-huh. and uh, they grew up during the Great Depression. Yep. There was not a single recipe that she ever made uh-huh. that started with all new ingredients. There was really? something left over from the night before. The ham, the little bit of leftover ham, uh-huh. is what went in the green beans. Yeah. You know, the little bit of macaroni is what went into the potato salad. Like, there was uh-huh. always something, and I'm like, well, how come grandma always put this in there? It's like, well, that's what she had from the night before. Right. You know, she would basically say, yeah, people didn't have the kind of wealth we have in America right now. Mm -hmm. And and I still love, I still absolutely love going to old uh, Western Kentucky potlucks Mm -hmm. because the way that they make food has a soul. So different. It has, there's like a purpose to it. It just warms every part about you. And you all know what I'm talking about, Mm -hmm. where you know that Ms. Myers, the way that she makes that one casserole, and the whole point is, what does she put in it? It's Love. a little different every single time because yep. it's what she had in the house. Like when I think about growing up in Owensboro, Kentucky, the two things that stand out to me the most mm-hmm. was the fact that I love barbecue mutton sandwiches. <laughs> I love them. It is some of the so best good. food on the planet. And a lot of people say, well, it's gamey. Yeah. Or, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of people, the way they think about venison or yeah. deer yeah, or yeah. whatever it is. But the two things that I absolutely crave because okay. they have a soul yeah. was barbecue mutton sandwiches and burgoo because they typically put mutton in the burgoo. Okay. And so guys, what is mutton? It's basically the old goat, well, the old sheep, yep. the, the old yep. one yep. that they actually use. And it's gamey. It's, yep. it's not the, it's the, not the tender, the young tender mm-hmm. meat, right? Mm-hmm. And then the French uh, culinary arts, that was cacovan. You took the old rooster that was old and, and terrible and oh you God. soaked it in red wine Cocoa for two days. my favorite thing. I know. <laughs> and so when you think, when, so when you think about like those, that home cooking food, that soul satisfying yep. food, it was typically brought and born of a very frugal culture. And so my grandmother was raised that way in our household. We never threw away a single piece of furniture ever. Mm-hmm. If it was broken, didn't matter. If they got it from JC Penney or it was pitched out of the backyard, it didn't matter. We kept it. And that was a family heirloom. You know, something that was in the back of a dumpster from uh, the service uh-huh. merchandise. If yeah, you remember yeah. service merchandise oh a thousand years ago. <gasps> or, yeah, I know. We are going and, <laughs> back today, y'all. We are school. going back. Old school. But that's when I think about frugal. Yeah. You know, and I look at the world now and everything's got to be new and it's an inferior quality. I know. We live it's in the, throw, the throwaway culture. It makes me bananas. You just, uh, even like uh, my mom had an appliance person come to her house to fix something and she basically was like, listen, we can fix this but honestly it's just cheaper for you to throw it out and get a new one he was just like that's that's just that's just how it works now 
That happened to my washing machine, which was a whopping three years old. Yep. I'm not going to name the brand. It was ridiculous. Three years old, yep. bought brand spanking new, and it wasn't cheap. And it's already burned up. And here's what the guy told me. And I don't mind saying this brand because he said, the only thing on the market that is going to do what you want it to is a speed queen. Huh. I was like, what? He goes, yep, and you're going to spend a lot of money for it, but it will truly give you 15 to 20 years. It absolutely will. I can go through just item after item after item that I've only had for three or four years, that's and they're it. kind of expensive, yep. and that's all the only life Cell lifespan. phones. Are you kidding me? Cell phones. Oh. Every two or three years. Got to get a new one. Another $800. Well, they, 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 they expect you to replace them every year. That's what. That's why Apple stock has done so great until, well, now. <laughs> I mean, it just happens. I love still reminiscing over the frugal culture that is. There was a whole Reddit thread about it, and they were talking oh, yeah. about uh, lessons learned from other frugal folks cutting sponges in half, which I think is smart because I always throw away a sponge. Hold on, do, stinky before cutting you, sponges you in half? You just cut them in half, and that way you don't what you... I believe it. You use less. So okay. by the time it's ready to throw away, you still have the other half ready to go because it's still clean. Or um, splitting meals when you go out, which makes sense because most sure. restaurant meals are crazy. I always love, <laughs> this is another grandparent one, the saving of the aluminum foil. Uh. That is a <laughs> stamp of a generation. I, 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 remember, I remember my grandmother always saved the wrapping paper during the holidays. Yes! Always during Christmas. Or oh, the and, ribbon. And, I'm going to save this ribbon. And I have no idea if she ever reused it. I have no idea, she but didn't. she always saved it. Oh, no, she Jonathan, didn't. we can't throw that away, When baby. your mom had to clean out that house, she found a box of wrapping paper and she cursed her mother's name that day. Oh, I will guarantee it. I will guarantee it. No, but no. I mean, I believe in that frugality. Well, that's just kind of how we were raised. I think We didn't have any money. We I, had no money. We were right. broke as a joke. But I think a lot of people across the Louisville area and Kentucky, the state, great state of Kentucky, probably feel the same way, especially folks that are in that age of retirement. I mean, we're talking about the baby boomer generation that were raised by the folks that lived through the Great Depression. We have all sure. these lessons learned, but when it comes to frugality, that's one thing. That's fine. Be frugal. I want to focus on another thing. There are people you know and work and meet them every day in your office, John, who are literally afraid to spend their money in retirement. Sure. And this yeah. is the point of then, therefore, having the plan in place, the freedom to spend that we want to have. Absolutely. So when you think about it, and I run into these people all the time, and what I have just kind of learned, or at least I've kind of adjusted my thought process to, is if you're wired to be a saver, then you're wired to be a saver. It is mm -hmm. almost impossible. It's like pulling teeth sometimes to get people to realize, yes, you can afford to go ahead and have your landscaping trimmed. Yep. Yes, you can afford to take that vacation. Why? Because you're a multimillionaire. And this happens mm -hmm. more times than not, Heather. More mm -hmm. times than not. Someone has saved 800000 a million dollars, two, four million dollars, and they don't even like to spend an extra $60 from time to time on something they absolutely need. So the thing of it is, and I just, I get it. It's just how we're wired. Yeah. We don't want to be frivolous because you never know what's around the corner. We could have a rainy day. This current bear market could really truly last much longer. We are in a recession. Maybe this does last another couple of years during this current administration. We don't know. Mm -hmm. And so when you think about that, there is absolutely a reason that we should sometimes be frugal or at least not be wasteful, right? Right. I think the word frugality, you can almost throw out the window to the majority of Americans now. Right. 
But let's just say let's don't be wasteful, okay. right? And yep. I think it's almost a better way to kind of think about that. Okay. You know, we don't need to get appetizers and salads and full entrees and desserts because yep. it, it all gets half of it thrown away. Yep. Which is absurd, right? Yep. So when you think about that, there are a couple of things that we can do. And I think frugality is really wise a lot of the time, especially during periods of time that we might be in right now. But let's talk about some of those things, especially because cutting sponges in half, Heather, I don't know. I find that, I don't know. I find that interesting. I that, love that, it. I'm going to start mean, doing it. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think how much is a sponge? If I went to the dollar tree, which now is a, a buck 25 tree mm-hmm. because of inflation, uh-huh. we've increased it 25% uh-huh. because of inflation. But if you go to the dollar tree, what do I get? Three sponges for a dollar? Well, so if I cut those in half, I get six sponges for a dollar. Okay, so I got 18 cents invested in each one of these sponges. Thank you very much. So when you think about that, that's perfectly fine. I have no issues with that. But guys, let's talk about the ways that we can truly be frugal, the okay. things that we can really do. And this is a real story of a lady that I was looking at her portfolio this past couple weeks. Mm-hmm. So guys, I love when someone has a great story for investing where they've put some money in and over time it's just blossomed into a, a really great amount of money. Mm-hmm. but And I rarely, rarely, rarely talk about investments, but I'm going to talk about this one today because a lot of people out there I found, they own it. So she actually owned the American Funds Growth Fund of America, okay. and she got it from her Edward Jones broker 30 years ago, 25 years ago, okay. however long ago it was. And she held on to it, which was great. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Loved it. She paid a commission up front, mm-hmm. but she's held on to it this entire period of time. But here's the thing, Heather. She held it in a taxable account. Now, why am I saying this? It has nothing to do with the quality of the fund. It has nothing to do with how it grew. By the way, she put about $20,000 into it, mm-hmm. and now it's worth over a quarter of a million dollars. Wow. So we're, yeah, so that is fabulous. I love those kind of stories because yeah. that's how investing works yep. in the long run if we give ourselves time for compounding. But Heather, when I was going through it, here's the one issue we found. Because that she owned it in a taxable account, which means that every year she got a 1099, Heather, she was paying phantom income taxes on that fund. And it was costing her, in this example, almost 2.2% a year to own that fund. Now, why am I saying this? Because Heather, in her case, it was over $4,000 a year that she was paying in taxes. How long did she have it? Over 25 years. So when I was looking through these numbers, and here's the thing. This is when you look through it. Had she had something that was less costly, or if this fund had just been in the right account, what do I mean by right account? If it had been in an IRA, or perfect if it had been in a Roth IRA, that would have been fabulous. But it wasn't. It was in a taxable account. This fund, over time, has cost her almost 51% of her growth. Guys, what that means is instead of having 250000 bucks, she could have over $480,000 in that account if she just had different tax treatment. So when we're talking about frugality, if we're talking about cutting costs or starting to get our budget in gear yeah. or all the things that we know maybe we need to do, one of the best ways to be frugal is to not overpay on our investments. Now, I'm not talking about if you pay an advisor or even the fund cost, guys. Just having the wrong fund in the wrong bucket of money, mm-hmm. in this example, mm-hmm. can cost you a quarter of a million dollars nearly over a long period of time. Is that a lot of money? Heck yes, mm-hmm. it is. She could have twice as much money or haven't been able to spend that four or $5,000 every year. Mm-hmm. And she wouldn't have to cut those sponges in half, right? So when we're looking at what can we do to be better stewards of our money, we need to really understand what we're spending, 
if it's worth it, are we getting value for that expense and to make sure we're tax efficient? Why do we think about these things? Because guys, this is what billionaires do. Don't we want to behave like billionaires? Maybe not how lavishly we spend, but how wise we have to be to become a billionaire in the first place. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Solution Podcast with John Hicks. Begin the conversation about your savings plan with John and the team at J. Hagen Capital by visiting RetirementSolutionRadio.com. Be sure to listen to John's radio show, The Retirement Solution, Saturdays at 8 a.m. and Sundays at 9 a.m. on News Radio 840 WHAS. J. Hagen Capital Inc. is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if J. Hagen Capital Inc. is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Hagen Capital Inc. is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. It does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Jonathan Hicks. Insurance license number 548962.